Beef and Bites Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal and there's Danielle and this guy Mike Eagle is there as well. Tights and Bites Podcast. Tights and Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. It's no song Wednesday around here. That's why I did no song. Look it up. It's in the calendar. I'm the man who made Philadelphia famous, Hal Lublin. Well, me and Ben Simmons' three-pointer counts. I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, the Dandable Claw, Daniel Redford. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Mm-hmm. And from the Culture Kings podcast, the real deal and a real heel, Jaquise Neal. Ooh, do I got to play a heel now? Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Be the heel. Welcome back. Yes, kicking people in the nuts. That's right in it. the nuts. <laughs> Get in the nuts. That's, that's the heel move, right? All that's, nut kicks. Yeah, that's our All other... All nut uh, kicks. That's yeah. our other... It's like Nation of Conversation, Ice Cream Christmas, get them nuts. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, uh, speaking of being kicked in the nuts, WWE had themselves a pay-per-view this past Sunday, mm. Hell in a Cell, and the main event of the night was a kick in the nuts to all of us <laughs> as the fiend Bray Wyatt took on Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship. Seth gave him, I think, five million stomps, mm-hmm. hit him with a chair, uh, couldn't keep him down. Pedigree, everything you can think of, can't keep him down. Sledgehammer. I mean, Sledgehammer. It... And then, then the ref stops. So let me get this straight. Off Here the, it is. You get thrown off the top of the fucking cage through a table. I just This is internal logic. I just want to understand the internal logic here. Don't stop the match. Yeah. Mick Foley's being being carted off at a stretcher. They don't stop the match. He gets off and comes back. I and they're like, say, okay, I have the match. I will say, in that case. Yeah. You don't have to stop the match when someone's on a stretcher. You don't have to have someone run out and be like, stop the match, by God. Like, he's on mm-hmm. a stretcher. So there, there's no need for someone to ring the, the bell. Yeah, the match is probably assumed to be over. Yeah, yeah. and, then, be and over. then he gets back up, and then everyone is so shocked that nothing else happens. Right, And right. that's how you interpret that. And yet the falls that have happened since, where the match was not stopped and no stretcher was brought out, the match continued, just, match not stopped. God, like, look, I... Trapped you. I, I trapped you no, in your logic. No, here's the thing. My I, my thing is, you are applying logic where logic does not apply. Like yeah. we know what this oh, product is sh- by now. Oh, I I yes. I, look, I get it. I'm not I'm not yeah. trying to say that the company that brought us the gobbledygooker is steeped <laughs> in nonfiction. What I'm saying is, sometimes yes, you do want to have is, your rules. You want to have internal consistency. I want I want internal consistency. I no longer expect that from them. I'm I free. Yeah. I'm free. Free yourself. It is. It is. It is the. It is very annoying because at yeah. first. They they didn't do a good job in explaining that it wasn't a DQ, it was a ref stoppage, right? Because right. at first everybody yeah. thought, oh, he just disqualified him, and that was the initial anger. My thing is, don't book the fucking match if you don't want to have a decisive winner. Like, right. just don't book it. Yeah. Like, don't book it, or there are so many better ways for them to achieve you know, what I, they wanted. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. The idea that, like, Seth has been punked consistently by this dude for you know however long mm-hmm. and then it finally breaks him and he just starts beating him with the hammer until the ref makes it stop that's not a bad story it's, that's a yeah. good story yeah um i think that the execution of it was off because because they didn't explain properly like oh like this is a ref stoppage this right. is not a dq yeah and i think that maybe that is one of those moments where you have someone especially in the stadium get on the god mic and say like you know 
due to the, you know, due to whatever, due to medical reasons, due to whatever, the the match has been stopped. Mm -hmm. And then that way the people in the arena are like, you know, oh shit, like instead of it being like DQ, how do you do a DQ in the hell in the cell? You do explain it to them where it's like the ref has chosen to stop the match because of the danger that Seth is proving to be. Well, giant hammers are okay, but tiny hammers (laughs) are bad. No, we all know that giant hammer is a bullshit party city hammer. Come on. His his hammer is a real hammer. Like that's, come on, y'all. We're all all grown. Puppet hammers are perfectly welcome in hell in a cell. When when Danielle is not there to explain things to the audience, this is what they do. Yeah. You do not want to do that to yourself by doing that to the fiend. No, 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 don't do it! Oh my God, you can feel this in your soul. And I I do think that that could have, it could have used a, by God, stop the damn match. Yeah, Yeah. and here it is, comes the best part of commentator. Oh, we got our first AEW chant. Oops. It's Good job. Wild. It's wild to me just because I, you know, I, I like I like what you're saying. Like the, mm-hmm. the thing of him snapping. Yes. Here is where the disconnect comes in for me. Is where the fuck do you go from here with yeah. Bray Wyatt, with The Fiend? Like, how can you portray him as anybody who can lose after that? Well, I mean, for me, I think that for because for me, this feels very much like what we wanted out of the John Cena versus the Fiend thing that we didn't get yeah. was the idea that our versus Bray Riot, where it was like, OK, Bray is going to push him and push him and push him to his limits until John snaps, mm-hmm, because right. that seemed to be what the storyline was going to be. And it didn't happen. Yeah. Now they're doing it and they're doing it with Seth. And maybe it's not perfect and parts of it biffed. They definitely did. Like, that's not a maybe. But I think from here, the Fiend is like, I won. It doesn't matter what happened. I am pushing you. And he continues to keep pushing and pushing and pushing Seth. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is where you go. Um, with it, yeah, I, I think I, I think it just happened too early. I, I this yeah, this same you match, liked it to be like a little. This same match could have happened at TLC. There was nothing about it being in the cage, yeah, <laughs> that that heightened it to the point of the type of weapons that they yeah, used. But it's also you know because the thing is is sometimes you run the risk of these things going too long, true, and being too drawn out. True. Um, which is exactly what happened with the John Cena versus Bray Wyatt. And yeah. what happens very often. It also, like be, it also turned into the match over and over. Uh, yeah, it turned into the same John Cena program, yeah. which is John Cena comes back and wins. Yeah. So, and I don't think that he would have been unwilling to to do whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think they would have gone to him and say, no, that doesn't work for me. In mm-hmm. fact, he doesn't honestly, seem like that kind of guy. He seems like a, let, like a let's do business kind of guy. Yeah, and other than, you know, like his weird home life, um, love you, John. You can hear this because you listen room. to this all the time. Um, but John also seems like he would be down for like the challenge of like, yes, please let me do something different. Let all these Hollywood producers see that Especially John Cena now. can do something. Yeah, that yeah. John Cena can do something that he hasn't been doing. Yeah. yeah. I think for me, not to jump, but... No. No. To the reason this Hell in a Cell finish was so upsetting is just because we had two back-to-back frustrating-as-fuck title matches. Yeah, let, <laughs> or ending let's talk title about it. Matches. Yeah. 
And I'm just like, come on, y'all. Like, the title scene has never been more upsetting yeah. they got, <laughs> than I can remember. They hit the left nut Friday, and they got the right, they came back for the right nut on Sunday. Get both nuts. Get, get nuts. both nuts. These nuts. Oh. Look, go wide with your foot. Don't kick at an angle. That's Don't use the tip. Yeah. That's the point. Use the flat top. Use You'll the get flat them both. Top. Use, yeah, the, not, use not, the heel. Not just the tip yeah. in, this, in this instance. I don't think it was a huge surprise that Brock was going to beat Kofi. No. But no. I, I was, we all knew. The, I don't I, – jobbing him over in fucking, like, less than 10 seconds yeah. hurts me. It, it, it hurt me so and it's, bad. And I understand the logic of, like, you have him come out, beat the shit out of Ray and the shit out of Dominic, and then that can be like, oh, well, he beat up those two people in this amount of time, so obviously he can do it to Kofi. Listen, Ray can take that. Ray's a legend. Ray's a legend. Ray is – no matter what he does from here – well, let's not say no matter what, but more than right, likely right, – right. He is going out as one of the biggest toppest of all time. Absolutely. And Dominic is like a brand new kid coming out. He jobbed and he looked amazing. Like I was a yeah, uh, great sell job. I, I watched that match. I think I mentioned this last week. I watched that match in the screen junkies office. It was like me and mm-hmm. Billy and Joe. Because we were like, yeah, let's just watch like the first part of the new season of Raw. And I uh The new season. I, I know. And I yell, I yell out as as he's like beating the fuck out of Dominic. Yes, beat the fuck out of this kid. I liked that. I forget. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I forgot that there were still other people in the office. Yeah. And one of our editors comes from the editor editing bay and just runs over and is like, what are you guys watching? <laughs> Yo, what kid y'all beating up in here? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally just like, yes, beat the fuck out of that kid. And I don't think they've ever seen that primal side of me before. So, yeah, that, like, that was great. But to then yeah. turn it and be like, come on, Kofi versus Brock should be... David and Goliath. Yeah. You have this person who is quick, who is known from being able to hibbity hop all over the ring to be able to avoid um, getting counted out or to, to disqualifications, all that kind of stuff. Why aren't you showing him being nimble and quick against the Goliath? And mm-hmm. then he can yeah. still get stomped, whatever, but show off some of his, his athleticism and his escapee goodness. There were so many things that they could have did to not, mm-hmm. they did Kofi dirty. Yeah. Dirty well, we, with two E's. And I think it's it's mostly one of those things where it's like, unfortunately, when we do get these kind of peaks and ideas about what's happening behind the business, one can't help but think that there's a reason why Kofi got stomped that quick. And it was because, like, they wanted to hurry up and get him out the picture mm-hmm. because of their move to Fox. And, yeah. like, that, I hate and that. That is annoying. My yeah. The thing with Rey Mysterio, too, to add on to what you said, Danielle, is... Rey Mysterio and Dominique got their ass beat and they weren't expecting Brock to come out to beat that yes. ass. Yes. Kofi was preparing for this match for three fucking weeks. Yeah, in the kayfabe world, he was yeah. so like even there. Even if first of all, I was there. So when when the clock hit six fifty, we all started looking around like, oh, this is about to be a squash match. Right. We thought like, all right, an eight minute match, right? And then when it happened at six, I've people, everybody around me just had their mouths dropped. Everybody was pissed in that damn arena, and we chanted bullshit. For five minutes after that show went off the air at Staples. Do something. Like, even if you just have Kofi hit, get an F5, kick out, get another F5. Four F5s in a row. Yep. Kofi ain't even got to get no damn he offense in. He earned it. He earned the right to be able to kick out a one fucking F5. Yeah. The entirety of his championship run, which was booked flawlessly up yeah. until the very end, was about him fighting from underneath. Mm-hmm. You can't put him down because he keeps fighting. And then to have him go out without any fight at all, it does like it. 
I, I know we have to get the title on Brock. Yeah, no. It's on Fox now. I, I that's fine. Like totally like get said, it. Like, but uh, you can keep him built up to to feed him to other guys. Yeah. Or to yes. you know, I mean it it just makes it feel like, well, we're done with you. I'm gonna crumple you up and throw you in the trash. Like I said, man, you still show him being strong and you, you show, show him, him doing what he can do mm-hmm. and not just have him being a rag doll for this white man. Yeah, and yeah. you you had I'm sure you had some new people tuning into Fox and their first instance of the first full black exactly. black WWE champion was getting squashed in six seconds. Exactly. And man, that didn't taste good. Mm. It did not fucking taste no. good. I was so upset there i i just i just i just don't get it i don't get how you can do that to your champion Mm -hmm. who's been who opened the show like his his face was the first picture on the new fox uh on the smackdown opening he said he could have gotten in so much again just nimble quick kick 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 and then also how you brought up the inconsistency and like the inconsistency of uh, of just the logic of wwe Mm -hmm. and i know we've given that up but this really pissed me Daniel Bryan gave Brock Lesnar a match. Seth Rollins can kick out of fucking eight F5s. All these CM Punk, AJ Styles, all these people give Brock a match. Kofi beats all these people Mm -hmm. (laughs) in great matches. Mm -hmm. And so where is the logic there? How can you tell me... All those people can give Brock a good match. Well, see, this one I'm not mad at because of the inconsistencies of logic. This one I'm mad at for the obvious reason. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it is the uh, they are putting Hogan on the show a lot more, so that tells you everything you need oh, to know. Lord. Mm-hmm. Good lord. Uh, I'm glad I have options. And then, then uh, options great. Who the mm-hmm. fuck is Kane Velasquez? I know who he is. I know before, like, save your tweets, save your fingers. Use those use those 160 uh, characters for something else or whatever. Um, I, well, it's 240. That's also, right, 240. I don't, I don't yeah. know that our audience is going to be really like, ooh, Kane Vallette. Like, uh, Who gives a shit? Don't you know that nine years ago he beat Brock Lesnar at a UFC match that nobody that no no, no I that don't most know people that. don't know about. No, most people I don't, don't know. know about. And also the funny thing too is most people don't know, most people don't care. Mm-hmm. It was nine years ago. And then just put them face to face next to each other right now. Brock looks like he can eat Cain Velasquez for breakfast. Yeah. Uh, like Cain Velasquez is big and tall, but Brock is just fucking a brick wall of muscle yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. So just like so even if that's how you're gonna introduce him to these new crop of fans, like give us more than just him showing up and Brock me and scared. And with how they look next to each other. Is it is it worse that their match is supposed to be in Saudi Arabia? Is that what you're supposed to be? That's my understanding. Oh, that's why that I right? haven't been paying attention to it. Okay. They're wrestling it at, at. Oh, I don't care. At blah blah. Oh well, it doesn't matter because I won't see it. Yeah, I yeah. won't see it then. That is the ideal place for it to be, honestly, because I'm I'm not gonna. Yeah, watch that's it. exactly yeah. right. Put all the shit that I do not want to see on that Saudi Arabia match, like Tyson Perfect. Fury and Brock, or and uh, and Braun, and and we can add Kofi's huddle rain to the the things that the Saudi prince has killed. Okay, <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about a good Hell in a Cell match. Ooh. Is is the Sasha Becky match? Should it be in the discussion for the greatest Hell in a Cell match of all time? Should it be in that? I, I, and I, I I'll, certainly believe in. I'll, I'll give you some I, that I think go there. That some that I put. Obviously, the first uh, Shawn Michaels Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Obviously, of Mankind Undertaker as well. Mm-hmm. I would also put the New Day, and was it the mm. and the Usos. Mm. Right? Was it the Usos? No, it wasn't the Usos. It was the Usos. It was the Usos. I think that was one of the greatest, just like the story of it, because they tortured 
I think it was Co. No, was it Kofi? It was Kofi because the third uh, Xavier I think was in the outside. Mm. Whoever was in the outside had to watch his his teammates be tortured and couldn't do anything about mm-hmm. it, and yeah. it was sadistic and like a perfect, perfectly told story. And I don't know what what each of you would throw in there. I but... would throw I would throw Mick and Hunter. Uh, sure, sure. No way out. Retirement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would also throw. This is. It wasn't a full Hell in a Cell match, but it was a damn good match. Three stages of Hell. Austin Hunter. Oh, that's a fantastic the third match. Stage, the third stage was in the cell, and oh, that's that right. shit was so fucking That good. is a great match. That, that is how you blow off a feud. Yeah, that yeah. is how you blow. That is just the perfect end of a feud. I think it's yeah. definitely, I mean. It's he, up there, though. Yeah, easily top 10. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they actually gave the number. It's been 40-something uh, Hell in the Cells now, mm-hmm. which is surprising. Is easily top 10. Well, I think it's also because like it wasn't always its own pay-per-view. Right. It was just like right. a match type. Yeah, which um, I miss. <sighs> oh, uh. Michael's in, uh, not Mike, uh, Hunter and Taker. I was just going to oh, say, I was yeah. gonna say Hunter's been in a lot of great yeah. And Taker has too. And Taker has too. He's been in at least three of them. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I would definitely say, like, it's up there. top 10 for sure. It yeah. was such a good fucking match. And I, I, what's great about it is it gives Becky, we were, Jaquisa and I were talking about this a little earlier, the, the idea that maybe Sasha would have won, but it wasn't time to take the belt off of Becky, right? I but I think so. this gives. Becky a signature win yeah. as champion, which she hasn't had yet. That's true. We were talking about her title reign, and she really hasn't. She you was... always need that one great match that cements she was an amazing champion, and yeah. she hasn't had that yet. Yeah, but now she has. She's had great matches, but like not like you said, you're, you're absolutely right. You have to have that showcase match where if someone's like, I don't get Becky, you're like, here you go. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted Sasha to win. Sure. I always bad. want Sasha to win. Sasha's my road. That's my road dog. I love Sasha to death. And I wanted her to win so bad. I, I My fear is just that she's going to get pushed down the card now. And like another, I know, I'm not trying to make it all about this, but it pisses me off that Sasha Banks is a four-time champ and has never won a pay-per-view. Um, sir, this is the podcast <laughs> we get pissed about that stuff. It's like, that, 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 you, this is that podcast. Yeah, yeah. where Charlotte can win uh, they came up at the same time and Charlotte has 10 fucking t- title reigns right now like yeah it pisses me off beyond belief so back, Sasha needed a signature win too and this could have been right. it and it sucks because she's already had her signature match yeah she's already had her oh an NXT her highlight match yeah the Sasha Bailey Brooklyn is a yes. match for the fucking ages absolutely Sasha Bailey Brooklyn is easily easily one of the best matches of all time top 20 Matches of all time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh-huh. But would you say would you say Becky hasn't had that with Ronda and Charlotte at Mania? No. You don't think that no, was her? It was a very no. good match. It's a very good match. It is not Sasha Bailey Brooklyn. Brooklyn. It's oh no, not, not as good. Yeah, I just yeah. mean as far as like no, that's was, her it, win though. It was a great match and it was a great win and it was fantastic. It, the ending was flubbed. Flubbity flub. flub yeah, flub. yeah. The ending and was that, trash. And that's what that's what makes it not what yeah. it should have been. Yeah. Let's move on to to Asuka and Kyrie Sane winning the women's tag titles. I love them so goddamn much. Do you like the I I I like that the Green Mist is back. Mm-hmm. I think it's dope. Yeah, Look, I think it's dope. The Green Mist being back, them screaming at people in fucking Japanese, and actually getting to show off their own personalities. I love yeah. it. Give it to me. I don't need to know what the fuck they're saying. Yeah. I know that they are reading people to filth, and that is all I need That's to all know. You need. Yes. That that transcends any language. Stop barrier. trying to make them come out and talk English and talk your language, so they can connect. 
we get it. No, they I, can yeah. connect. Yeah, I'm connecting. <laughs> I'm connecting. Just fine. Yeah. Especially like Oscar now when her like, oh my god, her fucking attitude. Roll them goddamn things, girl. I don't need that to be in English. Like the body language sells it, and you can yeah. tell they're having so much more fucking fun, just yelling at people in Japanese. That's my sentiments exactly. I don't think you should say that. Don't talk about Vic that way. That's like opera. You yeah, don't go into yeah. opera knowing fucking Italian. You don't know that shit. You go into opera and you like hear it and you hear like the way that the music strikes you and you hear, um, you know, the the spectacle and the theatricality. And that's what I'm getting. I don't need to know Japanese, bitch. Right. Once, you don't have one, to. <laughs> I went to an opera once at the Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> this is when Jennifer and I were first dating. And Aww. I was like, I don't know if it's cool to, to say that this is going to bore me because it's not my cup of tea. But <laughs> it was in German. But there was also an interpreter on stage. So you would hear like, and the bloody skull. Oh, that sounds fucking terrible. (laughs) And were they doing that Disney voice, the haunting ration voice with it? Yeah, it was. That was what he sounded like. He was like, and then the the bloody mice ran into the bride's fire chamber. (laughs) No, thank you. That is hysterical. Also, very insulting that people just can't enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, people could enjoy the fucking thing you paid well, to come see. And also, here's the thing: is like even back in the day, it was one of those things where y- you would be a German person who would write an opera in Italian, and mm-hmm. it wasn't expected, or you know, it wasn't expected that you would know the language. Like that wasn't expected. It was yeah. like part of. It was built around, hey, if you know it, that's dope. But if you don't, it's still so beautiful and so moving. You get it. Because it hits all the right notes. And again, that's how I feel about with Asuka and Kyrie. Yeah. Yeah. It hits all of the right notes. I don't need to know more. Yeah. I, I think this is a... This is not Starship Troopers. I would not like to know more. <laughs> I want to know just what I need to know. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of Bliss, too. Because Bliss is... Bliss is one of the few wrestlers who wasn't pushed in NXT and came to the main roster and actually, like, put in a work and, like, actually did some dope-ass shit. It, it doesn't hurt that she is, like, top tier on the mic. Yeah, yeah. she's and great I, on the I, mic. I don't always like her. I do, like, the re- the wrestling has gotten better. Yeah. You can tell she's putting in the work. Mm-hmm. But just, like, her mic work is, it's like... It's so great. Yeah. Incredible. It's so great. And that, for me... Matters. I can get. I I can forgive you for not being amazing in between the ropes if you entertain the shit out of me. That's for the rest of the fucking show. Yeah, The Rock wasn't great. Yeah, (laughs) he wasn't a great wrestler. He wasn't a great wrestler. He was a great. He was a great wrestler, but he wasn't a great. Wrestler, yeah. right? Like he's not great. Right. At, he's a storyteller. He's not great at the graps. Yes. Yes. Great he's a storyteller, story and and that matters, and that shit matters. So yeah, I, I fucked with Bliss, but I'm loving the, I'm loving the the bounce around of titles and how they. I hope they can still go to each brand with mm. the new brand split, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and there's supposed to be a hard brand split now. But this only showed me that damn the women need a mid card title. So bad. Yeah. So fucking bad. On both brands. You have five hours. Yeah. Of television. Yeah. You have five hours. And I know there's a brand split. 
you are telling me that you can't fit. It doesn't even have to be. It can be a floating title. Um, yeah. Like, like, the can... fu- like the fucking tag title. It can be a floating title. It can be whatever. There is no reason to not have a women's intercontinental title. And it's no reason. Bring back the European title. Something. Uh, yeah. something. Like, That'd be good. There's no like reason that, that there should, because it shouldn't just be the championship, sometimes the tag titles. And then maybe one feud that like we you know are just having like and in th- fact yeah I actually like the idea of doing the European title don't do it as another intercontinental title you're right yeah like don't don't do it where all the titles ape the men titles you're right bring back the bring European back title. and give them a different title they need I I I'm sure somebody I'm sure we ain't the only people who think this but I can't believe somebody hasn't pulled the trigger on this in the WWE well remember yeah. how long it took Sasha and Bailey to beg for women's tag titles yeah. It's insane. It's insane. But Asuka, yeah. I'm loving that she has another title around yes. her waist. She deserves it. She needs yeah. it. Yeah. She, yeah. If you've got any thoughts on Raw, SmackDown, or Hell in a Cell, you know what to do. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram via the links in our show notes. We'll be back after the break to talk about what's very important, which are the premieres of NXT and AEW Dynamite on primetime. Dynamite? This, well, it's Titan Fights. There's nothing quite like sailing in the calm international waters on my ship, the SS Biopic. Avast! It's actually pronounced biopic. No, you dingus! It's biopic! Who the hell says that? It's biopic. Because it's the, the words word for biography and picture. If you... All right, that is enough. Ahoy! I'm Dave Holmes. I am the host of the rebooted podcast formerly known as International Waters, designed to resolve petty but persistent arguments like this. How? By pitting two teams of opinionated comedians against each other with trivia and improv games, of course. Winner takes home the right to be right. What podcast be this? It's called Troubled Waters, where we disagree to disagree. Hi, I'm Janet Varney, and like many of you, brand new sentient robots excluded, I used to be a teenager. In fact, just about all of my friends were, too, including folks like comedian Danielle Radford. And of course, all of us, you, you take on that theater accent, and our teacher would say, no, that isn't how people talk. Right. Don't do the super theater kid accent. It's the worst. But so when I was doing theater in high school, of course, I immediately was talking about being in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> So join me every week on the JV Club podcast where I speak with my favorite women artists, innovators, and humans as we reminisce about the past and how it led us to becoming who we are. Find it every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson Bites. Welcome back to Tyson Fights. I'm Hal Lublin. I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And... Jackie's Neal. After months of build-up, there's finally wrestling on TNT once again. For fuck's sake, I swear, if Tony Schiavone talks about... If he ties AEW to WCW one more time, I'm going to duct tape him and throw him in a fucking car trunk. He got to stop. You got to stop. And and here's the thing. We all know and we know about the legacy and we think it's great, but this has to... It has to stop, especially since it didn't end great. The great (laughs) thing about it is that like it stands on... That's why everyone's pumped about it because it it stands on the shoulders of giants from 
all kinds of different things. Mm -hmm. That's why we like it. It's not just WCW. It's also New Japan. It's also ROH. It's all of these things and all of these different indie promotions and like all of this talent has come together from different places. And yes, obviously it's got that deep, deep WCW connection, but like that's not why, at least for me, yeah, it's not why we're excited. We're excited because it's got its roots in so many different places and it organically became a thing. Don't just make it, well... Dusty was in charge of this, and now his kid's in charge of this. Also, mm. the last wrestling that was on TNT was fucking terrible. I was going to say, it, it didn't end well. The, uh, it, the WCW was trash when it ended. Yeah, for, uh, for a for couple years. Of years. Yeah, yeah for it wasn't years. like they had one bad show and then went off the air. Yeah, it wasn't. They didn't end in the middle of the Monday Night Wars, guys. They ended like yeah. there, there, was a, there was a sharp decline before Shane McMahon showed up on our television <laughs> right, sets. Right, exactly. Uh, for me, it's just like you don't AEW doesn't have to recreate or be trying to recreate the Night Wars with WWE. I don't want it. I I, I and I'm like I, Jon Snow. I don't want it. I do not want it. <laughs> I, and like because if you do, then you're inevitably going to fail. That's where TNA failed. Yes. That's where a, a lot of promotions fail. Instead, just be your own thing and just get eyes on you and let the fans decide that Thank it's a you. Monday yeah. or a Night you. War. You don't have to, and I'm not saying they were trying to be heavy-handed and we're competing with WWE, but the WCW thing is like, hey, remember that promotion that gave WWE run for his money? We're like them. And I'm like, you ain't gotta be. Yeah, look, I don't want to take food out of anybody's mouth, but can you continue to pay both Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone and have them just sit at home? Or in the back. Maybe do some things in the <laughs> yeah. back. Maybe yeah. they could hang out in the back. I'll bet you uh, they could make sure the catering tastes good. Yeah. That's one thing they could well, do. And, and look, let's not discount. They both have great ideas, and I think they could be part of like yes. part of a table of people wherein, you know how when you work in a writer's room and everyone has ideas, and the best ideas are the ones that get used, but everyone has ideas and they bring something to the table. Right. And maybe sometimes it's history and knowledge, and mm-hmm. the ideas don't get used but man we're, we're thank you for letting us know that this thing that we're doing is a lot like something else that had already been done that's right. fantastic yeah. all of that matters but like you said and here's another um weird pop culture reference i'm gonna just shove in there do it let it be like david s pumpkins Ooh, doing its go. own thing yeah doing what's his deal thing. we don't know where he we don't know where david s pumpkins comes from no he's doing his own to. thing you don't yeah. have to. We don't know if the skeleton we don't know who the skeletons are. They're yeah. part of it. That's all we know. Yes. That's all we're told. <laughs> that was, has to be enough. It was nice to hear shit on wrestling program again. <laughs> no, that I know you get one on cable. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. yeah it was very weird. It was disoriented. It was very weird. Sure. It cracked me up. Like, oh damn, J- JR went there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then it's like, how many how many shits has he held in? Okay, right. well that <laughs> phrase is bad. I mean, I hope not that many. I hope he's he old, man. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> let drink, them drink your, out. drink your pune juice. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm holding my shit in. <laughs> I'm drinking my Metamucil. I'm gonna go do it at, at Sonic. That's Look, not, not if you shits. take blue chew, because <laughs> I, my under, my understanding is that if it's got any kind of like pep in your step, it's gonna be. <laughs> I took a brown chew. I have trouble <laughs> holding my shit in. It AEW just... was a weird one for me. I, yeah. I enjoyed. I let me tell you, this, I thought the matches were great. Matches yeah. were great. I enjoyed the matches, most of them. The mid card, the mid card for me was lacking because. I just don't know the people yet. You'll get and there. And so, right, and You'll so I and so I can't hold that against the promotion. Let me ask you though, because this is, I, I want to dig into the matches yep. specifically. 
I love the pre- I love the overall presentation. Camera, lights, sound were all great. They were mm-hmm. like professional level, which is not a small deal. I like the win loss records. Yeah, I like the time limits. Yeah, it was it was, it was dope to hear good. that back. Yeah, yeah, the entrances like they all it mm. felt nothing about it felt like uh, felt bush league. Even yeah. if I didn't, even if you don't like it, it yeah. still looked. It's still yeah, you can tell that they know who they are right now for what yeah. they're doing, and they'll they'll sharpen up those edges right because there were a few things where I was where now WWE is so polished. That even when WWE messes up, is so visible. But they they're very polished with their production. Yeah. So the things like Jr. saying we're gonna go to commercial right now, we're gonna go to commercial. That's <laughs> it. And you can t- you can just tell yeah. like they'll get there. They'll get there. Yeah, that time. And like the picture in picture thing, I I am not a huge fan of. Me neither. Not either. Um, and I, I SmackDown tried it for like a while. I remember that like I was doing it. And NXT yeah, did it. And I had to remind saying. people, yeah, like. This is a thing that's happened, but like, yeah. I don't know. I, especially as a fan watching it in the stadium, and again, this is a nitpicky thing because I really, overall, really liked uh, the first episode. Same. Mm-hmm. This is, and, and again, I know we're coming out on Thursday, guys. We're figuring it out. I know there's been a second one. It's fine. Um, <laughs> it's very nitpicky, but for me, being in the audience, the best parts are watching people try out like fun stuff while the commercials are happening. Yeah. yeah. They're working out bits. They're doing stuff that you would only see in dark matches if you were like or 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 at house shows. Um and I I feel like you miss some of that fun. You miss and that also fun. I don't like I don't want to watch people wrestle while looking at a fucking tide commercial. I just don't Yeah, yeah I, I pay attention to the commercial. But... I also have to pee. Is right. my other thing. You're not when missing am I anything. Supposed to fucking pee. You're not missing. It's still you're still not missing, not much. But we'll I, see. I, I, I wanted to ask you. I just want to okay. go back real quick because I, I was saying in the lead up to it, and you can drink because yes, I'm saying it a fucking again. Uh, my concern as somebody who doesn't know this the is me majority opening my pop. of the people, so I can take a sip who are who are in AEW, but who wants to be a fan, it's incumbent upon the company. To tell me who they are. Yeah, I felt like the pre-taped stuff for Sammy Guevara um, and Cody Rhodes achieved that on a way better scale than the announced team did. Yeah, was that the sense that that you got? I don't know how familiar you are with with some versus others, but like, you... what was the dude's name in the rest of the second match against the cocky heel? Uh, I can't remember his name. Brandon Cutler. Brandon yeah, Cutler, Brandon yeah. Cutler. Yeah. I Sorry, was I was like... too busy doing a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I don't give no shit about this dude. Who is this? This dude looks like he would job to Braun Strowman today. And again, mm-hmm. that is not a fair take. I, well, I 100% acknowledge that. One because... thing I, yeah, I will, I will say, because it is something that's come up here a lot. Yeah. I do think that as much as I love being the elite, I think it needs to... And I and, and I'm gonna go ahead and say right now I haven't watched this week's yet. I've just been inundated with a bunch of work and stuff. Oh, me neither. Weird. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched it either. Oh. But <laughs> I will. I will say I do hope that being the elite becomes more backstage stuff mm-hmm. because that stuff's fun. Watching them travel, watching them hang out. Some of the stuff that happens on being the elite needs to start happening on the main show. Yeah, for it has people. to. And I get it. I get why they're not doing it. I get why they're not doing, like, you know, these backstage segments and all these other segments. I do think some of that, just so we can build character, does need to start being on the main show, if only because 
they are relying on people. They are still relying on people watching Being the Elite to be able to understand what happens on the right. weekly show. Yes, that I do Big think mistake. is a mistake. And then also too, they are and listen. As much as people don't want to admit this, they are relying on people who watch WWE to watch them, and mm. and and not fully, but they do want some of that. They want some well, of that. Everyone wants whatever audience they can get, right? For sure. And so with that audience, if their goal is to be the competition, right, that audience, they know the Jerichos, they know the Cody Rose, they know the the Nevilles or the Pax. They know these people. Mm-hmm. So, like, and they, they will want to know the other people, too. So you have to give them the opportunity to learn who and they it, are. Yeah, and it can't be, hey, if you want to know who everyone else is, you have to watch this right. other, you have to watch all these weeks of other things. I do, and, but it, it's still very early, first episode, establishing, like, hey, yeah. we're new, we're wrestling, watch us. Here's the wrestling and how good the wrestling is. And I do think that for the next month, the emphasis needs to be on here is how our wrestling program is different. Yeah. But you got to start weaving in some of those story elements so yeah. that people know about that. I do agree with that. Yeah. I The only thing I didn't like about the presentation... I still loved it. ...was, man, their interest music is whack. Uh, the interest music for some of these wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> if it's, some of them sound like, uh, like old Nintendo beats. And I'm just like... <laughs> And I don't know if, if that is that's the one thing that WWE has always had. Even yeah, WCW entrance music mean, was a little mad, but W I and so that's also money. Like that's, that's money. The I money know to be able to pay people. Hey, they got and a billionaire it, back in them. No, I well they, need money, they can't they, use no money one, as an excuse. No, no one is stingier than millionaires. But yes, I agree. <laughs> that's true. I do think that they do need to have an in-house person who is not. I don't know if it's Jim Johnson. I don't know who it is. I mean, he ain't no, doing shit with WWE. I no thought more. he was scoring movies for them. Maybe for WWE? WWE for films. Oh. He moved over to the film division. Um, but you do have to. I don't know. C- you got to have somebody like CFO that. dollar sign are available. Tell you what, Josiah made uh, Sean Spears's music before he settled and into that role tell. with NXT, and it sounds so much better than everything every other yeah. song. Because he's got that. They talent. do. Yeah. No, I I do. Because the, the, the music is such a huge part. of It's pageantry. a huge part of pageantry, yeah. and like the entrances are really dope. But, you know, and this is me just knowing who Jericho is. Like, there's something just missing without that. And we don't need Break the Walls Down, but there's something well, missing with Jericho like Jericho using his own music? He's using his own music. But so that's not going to change. Well, it, it should. Is, no, <laughs> It's not. And I fuck with Fozzie. Well, he said should. Be Fozzie. <laughs> I know. There's a difference between should and will. But no. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. That's Danielle's personal friend. We have to be uh, very uh, careful Jericho? stepping around him. Yeah. Oh, I fucks with oh, Jericho is top I, three. I love we're him not, too. For me. Sorry, top three for me. No, he only no, heard the first on. part. We're cutting everything else out. No, I, I have to. <laughs> Your there, best there's friend. a joke that we do where if we meet a wrestler twice, we pretend that they're our best friend. <laughs> I love that is, it. That is a joke so that we. So Jericho is the homie. How, yeah. of, how often do you guys message one another? I don't know, like twice, three times a year. Uh-huh. That's a, that shit. That's, that's more than ninety-five percent of. People. I got a text change. Uh, text chain with Christian. He's my best friend. I got a text chain. That's with, my uh, best friend. That's my best friend. <laughs> I got yeah. a text chain with Ryan Nemeth. You know, is that? You know. Oh, Ryan's the best. <laughs> Ryan's Ryan. a homie. Yeah, he's the homie. But yeah, so that's sorry. That's a podcast joke where it's like, oh, I've met this person a couple yeah. of times. We're mm-hmm. best friends now. You got it. I best yeah. Friends. I just want the music. I want. I I feel like the <laughs> yeah, music. Best friends. Best friends. <laughs> Once they get that. I'm all in. Ha. Ha. Yeah. Yeah, you did. High five from across the room. Yeah. So overall, AEW enjoyed it. 
Good show. I loved it. Very good wrestling. Um, at some point, we should talk about Riho and, and Nyla Rose because it was such a good match. It was amazing. And unexpected. It was, it was amazing. And I understand the disappointment, but like, God great, damn, that was good. Great and story. It's a great, match. it's a great story of the match. Nyla Rose is a fucking superstar. And yeah. again, you, I, I, I tweeted this. Y'all know how I feel about it. I have a soft spot in my heart with beasts with faces of mm-hmm. beauties. Mm-hmm. Um, it mm-hmm. does something. It's like her and like Nia, Nia Jax. Jax. Yeah. 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 It, uh, it does a thing for me inside. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not just like a horny thing. It could be a horny thing. It's I mean, okay. Look, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say like 20 horny, 80. Holy shit, it's amazing that That's this true. thick powerful woman gets to be both thick and powerful Love it. And, and beautiful gets to be beautiful and, yeah. yes uh, okay maybe like great. 30 70 <laughs> uh, 60 40 i'm going to i'm going to give an update 50 50 70 90 80. 10 70 80. <laughs> 110 negative 10 <laughs> i'm going to give a quick update on where i am cuz i know everybody's asking where At this you? point, Where are you, Hal? if all I if all I watched every week were AEW and NXT, I'd be fine. Yeah, I'm getting that. right now. I'm sure that will change. No, uh, there are a lot of people I, I'm I like. I'm not even getting there. I'm actually kind of basically there. I love Daniel Bryan. I love watching him mm-hmm. work. Uh, I think that's why I'm Kevin in a, Owens. Pink, a pink cloud when it comes to a lot of the stuff, except yeah. for blatant racism for WWE. I'm like, I yeah. don't have to watch this anymore. It's like that thing where have you ever been like, you know, when you're super sick. Mm-hmm. And you don't even realize how sick you are until one day you wake up and you're well. And right. you're like, oh my God, yeah. I have been laboring under being sick for so long. Yes. It feels amazing. That's how I feel. Yeah. Yes. It's tough, man. I, like, that's why SmackDown pissed me off so much because it was the first hour and 30 minutes. I was like, oh, I think this may actually be turning the corner for me. Mm-hmm. And then those last 30 minutes, like, this is as trash as WWE is. Uh, and then Hulk Hogan came out with old drunk grandpa Ric Flair. I Look, yeah. and Ric Flair, you can be on my TV anytime. Um, really? Yeah. I mean, well, not anytime. I mean, I like... I, Drink some coffee first. Listen, right. I met but... Rick. We're good friends. <laughs> <laughs> not best yet, though. You're no, not one. I only yet. moderated a Q&A and shared a car with him. That's oh, all see, you need one more time, you one and then more you're time. the best of That's one. right. I'm very close. Um, but no, I don't. I, I, uh, uh, you're making it really easy for me to not watch a lot of stuff if you're putting my Hogan on it. Yeah. yeah. If you're putting the Hogan on it, you're I, good. I'm proud to say that I am blocked by Hulk Hogan. Good Hell yeah, you, you are. Because every good time, every time on the internet, I got a chance. I would just say, "Oh, y'all putting the races back on," and he blocked me eventually. <laughs> so I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. The most, the most <laughs> racist oh. response. Yeah, exactly. To exactly. Uh, to you saying that, boy. The last two weeks where they were one hour were great. The two hour, also great. NXT, you mean? Holy shit. And they found a way to like turn it up, but keep it. It stays within itself. That's what I've enjoyed about it so far. And what makes me, uh, what I love about it so much is that it stays within itself. It is not about Raw or SmackDown or anything that happens anywhere else, even though that stuff will get promoted. They have the best announced team in all of professional and and Beth stage Phoenix. Oh, you sports. can see the work. That oh my Beth God, Phoenix is done. She is so goddamn good at this. Mm-hmm. Those those three are so good, and it's not even close. Yeah. There is nobody who is as good as they are at telling a story, having different angles on it, each bringing something unique and valuable to every single match, and making it about what's happening in the ring. Yeah, it's it's 
like it's breathtaking. They make it look easy, and yeah. it's and it's not. I was thinking about it today, like how just they're so good at it that it feels like it's all. I, there's a certain amount of it. I, they don't know every spot that's coming, so they have to have a certain amount of reaction. But it feels spontaneous, which is the maybe the highest compliment I could yes. give to them. Yeah. Yeah, it's dope. I mean, NXT has always been, or not, all, but for the past couple years, has been the top mm-hmm. brand in WWE. Yes, yes. Also, I love that they're getting their due now. Yes, and Mauro, I, I, I love you. I love you. I love you. You're very talented. I love the work that you do for bringing awareness to mental health. Mm. We know you listen to hip hop, my dude. No, keep it going. You be who you are. You be who, maybe that's who he is. He's like, I just want to share who I am. Ah, that's fair. It feels like trying too hard because you don't expect to hear what she's like, Chingy. You don't expect you know to hear what? that come out of I, that. I don't expect to hear that voice. come out of any. Like that's like yeah. when I hear something aggressively hip hop culture or black, I my ears perk up. I'm like a little. I'm like a gopher. I'm like, sure, oh. sure. Um, I did the gesture. This is why we need cameras. <laughs> live, uh, live show, <laughs> yeah. live show. We'll save but for the yeah, live. Yeah, I, I, I do get a little like I perk up a little bit. It does, and and maybe that's why I'm like, oh, be careful, don't try so hard. But maybe you're right. It could just be that that, that is exactly who he is, and I'm just so part of a culture that's underserved that sure. when I hear it a lot I it it sets off my it's, you know like yeah I feel it I feel that I don't like it as much either and yeah. but in, in, in I don't love it to be fair but I don't think he's putting it it feels like I don't it's, think it's a put it feels on. authentic that's the thing about yeah. it. I feel that I yeah. feel that the thing I like about NXT I'm going to use the street profits as an example please I hate them on raw and yeah. smackdown sure because it feels so forced. Please, yeah. they should have stayed on NXT. And it feels so forced. It feels pandery. Mm-hmm. It feels... It's just like, get these dudes off the screen. But at NXT, where they don't have to do the Vince McMahon script, yeah, like, they work so well. And, like, that's the difference between... It's, it's like, you can put Finn Balor, he's back at NXT, right? Which yes. kind of hurts my soul. Because to me, it feel it, I know it's not a demotion. Yeah. But to me, it feels like a demotion. Oh, it feels like a sure. it feels like a promotion to me. It does it? I, for me, it feels like a demotion because they just wouldn't give him shit on the main roster. Yes. I mean that that's also true. And 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 you can tell me that man didn't deserve to be another world champion again. Uh, like everybody loved Finn Balor, and so that's that's what I mean. But. Like, he's going to thrive again on that show. Yeah. Thrive. I'm so, like, that's the thing is, like, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for that to happen. It needs to happen. It needed to happen. Yeah. I think KO might go back to NXT. Good. I think Daniel Bryan might, because apparently the draft is going to be between all three brands. Look, give me all the people that, you know what? You put your Randy Ortons and your fucking, you know, your, your like put all the, your, your Roman Reigns, all of the people, the big people that that audience wants to see, you put them on those things. Give me my boutique niggas. Like mm-hmm. I, give me my, sorry, I used to work for a law firm. <laughs> um, and there is there was the big corporate law firms where yeah. everyone would go because you know them and they have offices in every major city. And there were boutique law firms. I worked at boutique law firms. Give me my boutique niggas. Mm-hmm. Give me my boutique wrestlers. Put right. them there. P- bring Bailey back. Yeah. Give me the people that the main roster. Oh, you don't care about them. We care about them. We want them back. Give right. us back our things. Yeah. I, there are a very few, aggressive. Wow. There are a few I people. It. I love it. I like. I'm. I'm cool with Finn Balor being back. What I love about that episode is it established like basically four people who could lay claim 
to an NXT title, title. match. Matt yeah. Ri- the Matt Riddle Adam Cole match was outstanding. Pa- like it's like pay per view quality matches happening. The tag match was 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 quality. So you have mm-hmm. Matt Riddle. He could he could he could certainly stick around in that world title picture. You have Finn Balor, who is Finn Balor, and then you have at the very end of the show, in a grit like I loved even the camera work of Adam Cole standing there, and then all of a sudden it's switching to Tommaso Ciampa's. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the, the what is it? The sirens that go off at the top of his uh, mm. of his or like the alarm that sounds, and then the the background changing. Just a great moment. Shot really well, so you have a, a four person scene there, and you have a hot crowd. That's so the thing hot. I love about, and not the, huge, like and it's, not huge, but just a hot WWE crowds are trash sometimes, man. Sure, uh, I, yeah, I, and keep it small. Maybe yeah. do. I, I wouldn't mind if they do the occasional like, oh, we're we're out of town this week, so we're gonna show it at one of like, uh, you know, whatever. I don't mind if they do, you know, an episode where they're like, oh, well, you know, it's one of the bigs. So, you know, it's um, Royal Rumble week. So we're mm-hmm. going to do yeah. an NXT while we're on the road on our way to Royal Rumble. Absolutely. Yeah. Perfect. But for the most part, yeah, keep it there. Keep it there. Keep it there. That's what made Raw so successful when it became uh, back in the mid-90s. Oh, the Manhattan Center? Yeah. yeah. Can just... you imagine, like, how well-rested these dudes are when they just get to be home most of the time? Yeah. Doesn't yeah. that sound amazing? Ooh, I... I mean, and they, they're, they're still doing like just non-televised appearances in other places yeah but don't get me started on how much wrestlers need to not work as much as they do in the wwe get paid more hurt your body less yeah yes it's insane how it's insane that they're wrestling five days of the week yeah i i uh, wonder why they all fucking injured all the time <laughs> exactly you wonder why we always are like oh a wrestler lived to 70 yeah good yeah. for him right just walking torn ligaments I loved, I want to give a special shout out to the Candice LeRae, Shanda Baszler match. Mm. Amazing. Just mm. so good. No idea who the next challenger is or if Candice LeRae can see. Like, I, I I think they have room in NXT because now WWE is in, in the place where, hey, you win a title match, then the title, the, 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 Kofi has no right to challenge for the title again. He doesn't, there are no return matches. Yeah. I think they can have longer feuds mm. in NXT. I, mm-hmm. I hope they I think do. So too. Yeah, I love the story of the undisputed era maintaining their control over the show. And as you mentioned, like sh- like Candace actually becoming Candace, yes, like the Candace that we've known on the Indies. Yes, beautiful. And also, Io Shirai and Mia Yim had a great match. Mm-hmm. Io Shirai still doing spectacular work. Oh, so good. Uh, yeah, just I, I mean, I, I don't. There there were no bad matches on that card Mm-mm. it just uh, similar to AEW where there were no bad matches and the thing yes. that's upsetting is they're gonna I mean it's not upsetting because it's a new era you can watch both uh, yeah. different times but I think it's dope that they I think it's dope and upsetting that they are gonna be on the same night because man it would be really awesome if you can have uh, AEW on Tuesday yeah. NXT on Wednesday if you still are watching Raw and Smackdown mm. you have Raw on Monday Smackdown yep. on Friday yeah. like I think that's pretty fucking dope what what order did everybody watch the show I watched AEW first and then NXT I think that's gonna be my thing because I can watch um, <laughs> because uh, my boyfriend has cable I can mm, I can log into his TNT app and logins. I can watch it through the app sure. and I can watch it live and so it'll dope. always be AEW mm-hmm. And just and and mostly because like AEW needs it because they're new. I feel like NXT doesn't need it on, on the same night, right? Um, because they are not new. Yeah, and um, they haven't established. Right. They uh, haven't established. So I watch both of them. I do watch AEW live. I will do that until they feel. And I feel like 
there's this whole touting thing about tout, 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 about tout, ratings, tout. Tout, um, about ratings. And I think that that's one of those things that people are not keeping in mind is that, yeah, like AEW, I think I believe it beat NXT in ratings. But most of us are NXT watching. Didn't break a million. Yeah, most of us are watching both. We're just watching AEW first. Yeah. And then watching NXT as mm-hmm. like time goes on because we know it's available on Hulu. Like we know it's available on different places. And WWE Network. WWE Network. And so because of that, like that, there's more of an urgency to watching AEW. Yeah. But it's a- not that we're not watching both. We're watching both. You're watching yeah. both. AEW had his debut. What the, come on. Like, Everyone's going to watch a debut <laughs> yeah. Everybody's gonna before watch a they debut. watch a split fucking show yeah. where half of it, you know. Like, well, well, no, this was the first one it wasn't. But like, it was, yeah, it was a debut. And even though NXT was new to w, uh, USA, it wasn't, it's not a new show. Right. Every, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a weird, it was a weird thing to pit against each other. Well, if you if you're out there feeling like there isn't enough wrestling or there hasn't been, you are now in your golden age. Man, it's a lot of wrestling out there, and yeah. and, and it's always been a lot of wrestling. So I'm but gonna make it's... that caveat: it's a lot of wrestling on TV. Yes. There's a lot of wrestling on, on TV, not just in the territory you live in. Yes, right, exactly. There's a lot of nationwide, easily accessible for everyone wrestling. And TNA yes. still a exists, goddamn right? Age. TNA still exists. TNA is great. Sure, no, yeah. no, like that. Let's. TNA I, I honestly don't know. No, because they were like, look, they they were struggling, and the problem with TNA or Impact as they are now, I believe, is okay. that they have so many years of bad will that it's hard for them to rise to goodwill. They are amazing. Tessa Dope. Blanchard is murdering the game. Mm-hmm. The women are on top right now. The women are having oh, some of that. the best matches, intergender matches. They've been doing a lot of work with AAA. They have a lot of really, really good performers. Impact is worth like. Dope. There's a nice. lot of wrestling right now, but. It's at least worth checking out the highlights every week. They okay. are doing great work. Dope. It's just their impact, so we'll never think of them that way. Yeah, right. And that is a bummer. That does it for this episode of Tights and Fights. This week, your hosts were Daniel Radford and Jaquise Neal, along with me, Hal Loveland. Jaquise, thank you for returning Guys, to the show. Uh, two time so champ, two time champ. Great. We got to keep building you up you until know. your Ric Flair numbers. Ooh, 16 time. As long as, right. y'all don't, as long as y'all don't do me like Kofi, man, you know. Never. Don't do me like Kofi. That's not this podcast. Well, <laughs> I don't even not. know how you would do me like Kofi. That's right. We wouldn't. I don't, bring... have, I don't have a back. It's not yeah. possible. Yeah. <laughs> Just come in and then we'll tell you get out. Mike's here this week. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Never. Yeah. Promote, please. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Culture Kings, listen to that. I also got my show on Earwolf. We just dropped our pilot. We are Yay. in the process of uh, uh, creating and completing a season of a show called I'm Your Host, where I host different game shows. Awesome. Uh, and then, if you're in L.A., uh, speaking of Mike, Open Mike, we'll be doing my show at UCB called Pass That Blunt. Uh, or uh, Friday, October 18th, I apologize, uh, is when the show at UCB Franklin, a whole bunch of black performers smoke a whole bunch of weed before the show. We come out, we pass out free blunts to the audience, and we do an hour of comedy, and it is... Don't you wish you lived in California? <laughs> <laughs> it you? is. It is such a blast. So awesome. Open Mike Eagle will be there, a lot of other really dope comedians, show that I host and produce, so check that out. Excellent. Danielle? Um, same per usual. Check out the Honest Trailers. It's how I got paid. Uh, we just uh, did the Honest Trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home, which was really fun. I am uh, at Screen Junkies hosting things or talking things at least every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Usually find me on Twitter, uh, talking that talk at Danielle Radford, and that's it, I think. 
You can find me at Hal Loveland on all of your social media. And hey, if you cast cartoons and you're like, that guy should be in it, I agree with you. You can hire me. You look me up online. You'll find me there. Also, you can pay him money. Yeah, you can pay me money to do it. I'm in a union about it. Uh, you can uh, also listen to We Got This with Mark and Hal, also on the Maximum Fun Network, or Good Morning Night Vale, not on the Maximum Fun Network, but still worth a listen. Our producer, Julian Burrell, will be at LA Comic Con this Saturday, so if you see him, say hi. He'll be the guy who's probably wearing Spider-Man stuff. Also, I'll be at the WoW Women of Wrestling booth, hopefully talking to Tessa Blanchard and some other cool people. So There you go. You'll see him there, just standing there with a the recorder going, can, can I now? Can I? Can I, can I, can I, just, what, can I? Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Keep up with us all week long on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links to all of those are in our show notes. And if you love what we do, remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all of your friends. Thank you so much, extra specially, to the Maximum Fund members who have a portion of their recurring monthly contribution. Keep the lights on while we are in here. We appreciate you the most of all. Don't tell the others. We'll be back next week for even more, you guessed it, wrestling. Woo. Ties and Bites Podcast. Ties and Bites. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.